0: What's up everyone, Quinn here back with another video, and today I'm gonna be talking about five wide receivers who are rising up my rankings. Now these guys could be rising because a specific move happened, maybe a player was released, someone's now off of their roster, Or it could just be players where the more I kind of think about it, I'm just kind of starting to slide them up a few spots in my rankings. I think they have favorable situations heading into this season. So five guys that I think are going to be moving up. Uh, Let me know what you guys think about these five players. Do you agree that they're kind of solid values right now? Or are you a little bit lower on them than me? Um, If you enjoy the content, hit that like button and subscribe to the channel. But let's jump into the first player and actually the first two I kind of already talked about them in my target monster wide receiver video. So the first one's going to be DeAndre Hopkins. He's going off the board as the wide receiver 19, but I do believe that is uh, on the rise here on underdog fantasy football. He is clearly still a top wide receiver in the NFL in the nine games he played last season after a suspension. He was the wide receiver nine in PPR points per game, and he was third in targets per game. And so now with the release, he's going from playing with Colt McCoy for probably like the first half of the season on a terrible offense to now going to maybe the Bills, maybe the Chiefs. Um, even if he's not going to one of those elite landing spots, really any other landing spot is probably going to be better than what he was dealing with um, with the Cardinals. And I feel like he's still going to be a screaming value at wide receiver 19. If he can get to like the Bills or the Chiefs, I mean, playing alongside Allen or Mahomes, he really could have a strong case to be top 12, even though we have Stephon Diggs and uh, Travis Kelsey on those rosters. Like the current wide receiver 11 through 14, Jalen Waddle, Chris Olave, Devonta Smith, T. Higgins... Like, DeAndre Hopkins on the Bills or Chiefs, I feel like he at least is in that mix. I would have to dive a little bit deeper and really kind of look at the landing spot once it happens. But I feel like he's definitely in contention with those guys if he gets a great landing spot. And like I said, some of those other landing spots are fine. Like it's just not gonna get worse. So pretty much wherever he goes, he's still gonna be a riser from where he was before he was uh, released by the Cardinals. And then the second player who I already talked about is gonna be Marquise Brown, who's obviously also affected by this move. He is currently going off the board as the wide receiver 35. And DeAndre Hopkins being released pretty much upgrades Hollywood Brown from a wide receiver two on a terrible offense to a wide receiver one on a terrible offense. Now, obviously the fact that the offense is still bad still stands in this situation, but from a fantasy perspective, it is significantly better to be the wide receiver one on a bad offense you can still produce compared to being the wide receiver two where you're gonna be buried behind a stud like DeAndre Hopkins. And if we actually look back to the uh, early on in the 2022 season, in the first six games when deandre hopkins was suspended brown was the wide receiver one and then before he ended up uh, fracturing his foot he was averaging 18.3 PPR points per game on 10.7 targets per game. So I'm not going to be expecting that kind of production with Colt McCoy at quarterback, but he can prove that he can be the leading wide receiver. He can put up elite fantasy production. So I feel like here at wide receiver 35, I think Marquise Brown can live up to this with Colt McCoy at quarterback. And then I feel like potentially the second half of the season, You're looking at an interesting kind of dynamic with a less mobile Kyler Murray, probably more pass heavy than we've seen in the past. Overall, I just think Marquise Brown is too talented to be the wide receiver one on a team and be drafted as like a fringe wide receiver three, like you could be getting Brown as your wide receiver four, which to me is just like a crazy value. So he's also clearly a player who is uh, moving up after the DeAndre Hopkins release. Now the next player hasn't really had anything happen to him this offseason, I guess aside from being drafted, and that is going to be Jordan Addison. He's going off the board as the wide receiver 34. And when we're looking at like year one production, I think Jordan Addison probably is the best shot to be the rookie wide receiver one, at least at the uh, wide receiver position. And I do think he's kind of being overlooked here in redraft leagues. Addison is gonna be stepping in as the wide receiver two behind Justin Jefferson. The Vikings were desperately in need for another difference-making wide receiver last season. Thielen had been that guy, but it really just felt like he kind of fell off a cliff last season. He only averaged 10.6 PPR points per game and was the uh, wide receiver 41 in points per game. And it's not like Thielen was put in a spot where he wasn't supposed to succeed. Like this is a spot where Addison is gonna step in and not be able to perform. The production that Thielen had just did not line up with the opportunities. Adam Thielen ran the second most routes in the NFL. The only player he was behind in routes run was Justin Jefferson. He also saw the fifth most red zone targets in the NFL. The Vikings were third in pass attempts per game. I don't really see them becoming more run heavy after now upgrading their weapons, and maybe if they uh, keep Delvin Cook, you've got an aging Delvin Cook. If they get rid of Delvin Cook, you've got Alexander Madison at running back. Like I don't think we're going to see a huge switch in their uh, offensive philosophy. So you had a role where you were getting the second-most targets in the NFL, fifth-most red zone attempts, and you turned that into uh, wide receiver 41. Even playing behind Justin Jefferson, I really don't think Jordan Addison has a super low ceiling like with Adam Thielen, 2020, 2021, obviously different coaching staff, but I mean, they're more pass heavy now. Thielen was the wide receiver 11 in uh, points per game in 2020, and then the wide receiver 14 in 2021. So you can get really solid production as the uh, wide receiver two behind Justin Jefferson. I think if you are giving Jordan Addison that same workload that you just gave Adam Thielen with his route running ability, with defenses keying in on Justin Jefferson. I would really be surprised if Addison wasn't kind of flirting with top 24 production. We've seen very talented rookies make an impact year one. And I feel like last year, it was kind of this weird spot where we had these super talented rookies, you know, guys like Chris Olave, uh, Drake London, Garrett Wilson, and they performed, You know, they showed flashes, but they were really in kind of tough offenses where they couldn't kind of break out. Like this offensive situation is way better than what we saw from any of those rookies last year. So if Addison is talented and he gets that role, I think he can have a a year one impact here and be really solid for fantasy. And then the next wide receiver who's moving up my uh, rankings is also gonna be another rookie. And it's Quinton Johnston as the wide receiver 43, another guy who I think may be able to make a year one impact, not quite as confident as Jordan Addison, but you're getting him at a discount compared to where you would be drafting Jordan Addison. So now if everything goes right for the Chargers, Johnston is probably going to be the wide receiver three behind Keenan Allen and Mike Williams. And if that's the case throughout the entire season, like this is probably not going to end up being a great pick. I just don't know how likely it is that both Keenan Allen and Mike Williams are going to be able to stay healthy for like prolonged stretches of the season. Keenan Allen has been very healthy throughout his career. He did miss seven games last year, but he's also going to be 31 years old. So does the health kind of stick around? I guess we'll see. But I'm probably actually a little bit more concerned about Mike Williams here in terms of like being healthy throughout the whole season. He suffered a small back fracture in week 18, and it looks like he's still recovering from it. I do not believe he's been on the field during uh, OTAs, which I think at the very least is like a little bit concerning. Is it possible that, you know, the Chargers had the information about Williams Medicals? That led them to drafting Quinton Johnston. I think they probably would have done it anyway, given the fact that Keenan Allen is aging. But could that have factored in? I guess my main point is that if one of these guys is off the field and Quinton Johnston was just lined up as the wide receiver two, like say Keenan Allen got released or something, Quinton Johnston's the wide receiver two of the Chargers, he would probably be drafted in the wide receiver 30 range, maybe even a little bit higher. Like I mentioned for... Uh, Jordan Addison. These wide receiver landing spots are so, so much better. Like if you put one of those dudes last year, Garrett Wilson, uh, Drake, London, Chris Olave, you put them as the wide receiver two for the Chargers, they're giving you probably top 18 wide receiver production. Now I will say that those wide receivers were definitely better prospects than uh, guys like Quinton Johnston and Jordan Addison. But still, I just think the fact that a uh, really solid role could open up in this offense. You typically don't love banking on like wide receiver handcuffs, but I still think if he's talented enough, he'll make an impact, and he could kind of get that bump with an injury or maybe Mike Williams kind of struggling to get back from that uh, back injury. Now the fifth and final wide receiver who's going to be rising up my ranks is going to be Rashad Bateman. Right now he is being valued as the wide receiver 45. And I just think in general, I'm going to be very heavily invested in this Ravens offense. I expect Todd Munkin to come in. I think he's going to up Lamar Jackson's passing attempts. I kind of think he's going to take the uh, training wheels off this offense. Really, just unleash all these weapons here. This is going to be the first season where Lamar Jackson has legit weapons. And Rashad Bateman, so far in his NFL career, has shown flashes of being a really solid wide receiver. He unfortunately has just been held back by injuries. He missed the first four games of the 2021 season that was his rookie season with a uh, groin strain. And not only didn't he miss the first four, but he missed like significant parts of camp leading up to the season, which is obviously going to be a big hit for a rookie wide receiver. He was fine, but nothing crazy as a rookie. Then he missed two games in 2022 with a foot sprain, and then he also missed the last nine with a Liz Frank injury. So the dude has just been super banged up. But like I said, groin strain, foot sprain, Liz Frank injury. Like, I don't think we're here to call him injury prone. I'm very anti-calling players injury prone, if you've uh, seen my videos from last year. But Bateman basically had three healthy games before these injury issues started. He had a two for nine with a touchdown, four for 108 and a touchdown, and then two for 59. So the volume in those games wasn't great, um, but I do think he showed that he's a big play threat. Lamar has come out, called him wide receiver one, which is obviously you know kind of nice to hear. I just think when we're looking at this wide receiver room, out of Rashad Bateman, Zay Flowers, and OBJ, I feel like Rashad Bateman is the guy I want to be drafting. I feel like he's kind of like this middle option where he's not the rookie in Zay Flowers who may need a year to develop. He's had some opportunities in the NFL, and then he's not OBJ where he's had this amazing career, but is probably on the back end coming off his uh, second torn ACL. So I think Bateman is kind of a nice spot in the middle here. I think when we're looking back on this season, one of these guys is going to end up being a screaming value because A. Flowers is pretty much going right ahead of Rashad Bateman. OBJ going a little bit after, maybe in more casual formats, OBJ might uh, jump those two guys, but they're all going at pretty reasonable prices. I think one of them are definitely going to pay off, you know, pretty significantly. And if I had to make a bet, it would be Rashad Bateman. So those are going to be five wide receivers who are rising up my ranks. Got DeAndre Hopkins, Marquise Brown, Jordan Addison, Quinton Johnston, and Rashad Bateman. Let me know what you guys think about these players down below in the comment section. Obviously, some of these dudes are kind of values. You're getting them as wide receiver threes, wide receiver fours, but I do think they are pretty interesting here. Thank you all again for stopping by, and I will see you in the next one.